0: The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. ozequipment.com Let's try and see if we can find you a few winners on this Monday to kick off our punting week. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. The best pub in the Mallee, the Mighty Ultima Hotel. And, of course, Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Mickey Gunn sent through his tips there today, and hopefully, we can help you back a few winners. We've got a couple of meetings at Scone and Queen BM No Victorian Gallops meeting today. Um, race for horse number two at Scone today. That's the first tip there for Mickey Gunn. He likes Water World. In fact, he likes one in the first race as well and that is horse number seven, Deteron, for Chris Lees and Daniel Gibbons. And then he likes one at Queenbeam as well. Race one, horse number five, and that is Capicella for Parker and Geimer, currently at $2.10. So race one, number seven, race four, number two at Scone, and then race one, number five, Capiella there at Queenbeam for Mickey Gunn. And Darren Carroll joins us our at Trots today or tonight i just wonder if it's tonight or today ararat trots there um first race is at 16 minutes past one so a rare day meeting in ararat as i say hello to you das
1: morning gareth yeah it is a rare day meeting they actually upgraded their lights a little while ago but that was a waste of time if you can have day meetings so
0: that's a very good um, point you make
1: (laughs) it is a um a small track um and seems to be a track i like to back leaders on so um, I've only got the one today that I really like and um, so we'll stick to that and try and make it an easy process and we'll back a leader. So race one, number two, Treacherous Rain is the one I like. Uh, it's only had 15 starts. Um, mm-hmm. Gone a bit off the last few starts but it's back to a barrier um, where it can lead. Last time it drew a good barrier at lead and won. Um does Doesn't look like a high-pressure race so expect to get away with one lot, s- slow sectional. Um, as we said before the track suits front runners um, and if he needs the job off we we'll get James Herbison to drive so ticks a lot of boxes today so race one number two treacherous rain is our only bet and it's like a three unit type bet so pretty keen on it today
0: are you looking forward to the internet Dominions? not far away now mate
1: yeah absolutely um, I suppose um, we had some action pass racing on Friday and Saturday night and leap to fame when yeah. you, I suppose you could say get Getting back to winning form uh, on Saturday night just makes um, the Inter Dominion sound so much more enticing to get there, and uh, can't wait for it. Really, So yeah, he was two, super on Saturday night, though.
0: He's two fifty for the Inter Dominion Swayze that goes around in the New Zealand Cup tomorrow for Jason Grimson at eight dollars. Act now, eleven. Hi, my name is Jeff at eleven. Rock and Roll do is definitely going there at eleven dollars as well. Um, I'm
1: not a big pre-post. Punter, but the 250 seems very attractive to me, Gareth. Um, yep. Look, really, he's the star of the show. Um, um, if he happened to lead in a race like the Dominion, I'm not sure how he could be beaten. Um, lately, he's had to do a lot of work yes. in his races. Um, he showed good gate speed the other night, and when he when he led. You know, they just couldn't get near him, could
0: they? No. So the only thing is, if you take two fifty, and he doesn't draw the lead, and he's going to know, sit, sit outside of Swayze.
1: Yeah, his. and you still get two fifty on the night, anyhow. Yeah, hundred so percent. That's hence why I'm a little bit reluctant to take the two fifty.
0: Question without notice. I was going to bring this up tomorrow when we when we have our dedicated. I know what you're going to say.
1: Um,
0: this got me fired up there on Friday night. The WA pacing. I noticed
1: w, you. Uh, you caused chaos on, on Twitter on Friday night. Yeah, camp, well, I liked it. Uh, so I got home from the Ballarat Trots yeah. and uh, looked up Twitter and there was an explosion on there. I'm um, with you 100% relegation rule. Um, well, I'm not sure the protest should have been upheld, um, but it should have been relegated. So just opinion. to
0: explain to it, Darren, so on Saturday, Friday night, WA had their biggest race. It's the WA Pacing Cup. Now, harness racing, as we all know, it's different to gallops. So, if you find the fence, it's a massive advantage. And it's definitely the difference between winning and losing on most occasions. So, Magnificent Storm's drawn barrier four, and Jumping Jack Max drawn barrier number one. There's a great fight for the lead. Aiden DeCampo, who's got a history of getting into trouble with uh, driving too tight, I think he got suspended on the Wednesday before Friday night, It's driving Magnificent Storm. Aidan knows if he doesn't lead, he can't win the pacing cup. And despite what he said in the stewards room, that his horse went that good, it would have won from the breeze. That is absolute dead set rubbish because it's never been able to do that in its life. And then it gets too keen once he uses it up like that. So unless it's improved out of sight, it wouldn't have won from the breeze. That's why Aidan DeCampo put all of his eggs in the basket and wanted to get to the fence. But if you do that, you've got to do it by the rules. And he, he, cut that horse in half. And I've always said this and Stuart McDonald did a good job under the circumstance. If, if Gary Hall Jr. Was driving that horse, he's such a competitive beast. He would have put his legs right in there and who knows what would have happened after what DeCampo did. So what does it have to take? Um, fatalities yeah, with horses, serious injuries yeah. to drivers. So what does it take then someone doesn't come home to their parents or, or their wife and their kids? Like, and and the stewards had the opportunity to, to to relegate that horse. It is it's it's dangerous driving, and I love Ray Williams and of um, Robbie Tomlinson's put a lot of money into the game, and I feel for them because Magnificent Storm is a horse that deserves to win a race like this, but you can't do that, um, and you can't break the rules and do it dangerously like that because in in two thousand and twenty three, when welfare is paramount to. The participants, but especially as well to the standard brettes, you can't break the rules like that and win at all costs. And the stewards needed to make a stance. They needed to be strong and they didn't do it on Friday night. And that's so disappointing. And the sport needs to be better in my eyes.
1: Yeah, I know of, off the top of my head, I was thinking about it over the weekend. I reckon there's four examples I know of in the last, say, three or four years. In fairly significant races where there's been major interference occurs, where I think the relegation rule should have been used.
0: Well, Reese Nicholson. If we used
1: it on one occasion. Yep. That's all it takes. Yep. Because things will change.
0: Reese Nicholson lost the race because he it carried is, on with yes. the whip. But that was yes. a chance where you go, like, because it sets a dangerous precedent now in a big race like that. And Anthony Butt, I'll bring it up, he did it with um, the mayor and the blacks are fake when he cut off King of Swing. So, um, but he can say, like, in New Zealand, they would just get relegated if they did that. It's, it's, yep. it's such a dangerous precedent. If you think it's all right to cut a horse in half so you get to the front and then just take the suspension and the fine, well, it's not the... And the the yep. margin's are irrelevant. People go, oh, he won by 12 minutes. Well, he, it's, that's crap. It's irrelevant. I know you say in a protest, yeah. but it's harness racing. If he didn't do what he did, he doesn't win. Forget about the yep. margin. Yeah, I'm
1: with you, Gareth. Yeah. um I think it's time we, we make a hard call on it. Um, safety's paramount, as you said. Safety for the drivers and safety for the horses as and well. And the punters.
0: Uh, and some integrity yeah. in the punters. Because if you back Jumping Jack Mack, or you backed another horse in the race tipping that there's going to be pace on, and you thought, well, they might go at each other. Um, and then, like, I think if he doesn't cross, Jumping Jack Mac doesn't win anyway, because they've done too much work and someone out the back. But what Aiden DeCampo did is he cut, he cut Jumping Jack Mack off, gallops, yeah. and then other horses behind him. It's a ricochet, and they're trying to catch up, and then they
1: walk. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah. it's and I wrong. I don't know. I, I don't know Aiden at all. But no, he's a good bloke, you Aiden. We yeah. can use another example, Gareth, of a, a driver who rarely drives. For instance, he might only have one drive every couple of weeks. What's to stop him doing something like that? And only copying a six-week penalty.
0: Yeah, no, and they got to take the race off them because they're like. But Aiden's a good bloke. He's a talented driver, but he got it wrong. He got it wrong, and he's and he's been suspended on a few occasions. And he he was interviewed. I thought he interviewed pretty well after the race. But like, learn from your mistakes. Learn, mate. You've done like it's it was wrong, and, and and the race should have been taken off. And you can't have this in the sport any longer. Anyway, um, I'll talk to Anthony about that because it's like it's, something's going to happen and it's, and it's not going to be good and then, we're, and then we've got to pick up the pieces in today's world. Yeah, well,
1: first corner is very, yeah. very dangerous. And on we've the got to pick up the pieces
0: and, um, and fight for this sport anyway. All right, thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it, Des. Good
1: on you, go.